Welcome to College Football Roundtable, your source for college football coverage, including major storylines, playoffs, can't miss game previews, and picks each week. Join your hosts, Dan, Rob, and Jordan at the roundtable for a show unlike anything else. As for Football presents the College Football Roundtable. Ladies and gentlemen, week two of college football is in the books. What's up, Trash Talkers? Welcome to College Football Roundtable, or if you prefer, the Ring Knocker Radio. I'm your host, Rob the Angry Colonel. I'm joined today by Jordan in Atlanta and James from Brigade Review out of Oklahoma. So the first thing that we'll cover this week is the Service Academy results. Army is 2-0, having beating Western Kentucky at home, 38-35, in a barn burner, folks. So if you took the over-under at 70 points or greater you did well if not uh it was a pretty exciting game from start to finish western kentucky basically imported uh, a juco freaking offensive <laughs> asset and uh it was, it was a whole up. offense it wasn't just it wasn't <laughs> just a quarterback it was it was the coordinator it was the quarterback it was like all the wide receivers there's like 28 people yeah so they, they they basically imported a juco team so there is hope for a transfer and and i guess there's a a much bigger transfer portal, at least at Western Kentucky. Uh, Navy is 0-2. They got smacked around by Air Force. They lost 23-3, and Air Force, as noted, beat Navy 23-3. Uh, the Coast Guard is now 1-1 after a loss to Curry. They have a homecoming this week, and they face Nichols. The Merchant Marine Academy is still 1-0. They had a bye week, and they're taking on SUNY Maritime in the Bronx this weekend. Bottom line is Army won a shootout which uh, is contrary to normal play for the, the Army team. Air Force beat another bad team, but they still really haven't played anybody. Navy's play is probably uh, closer to the uh, FCS team that Air Force opened up against last week, and it's terrible. Navy is god-awful. But I'm going to kick it over to James because James has a little bit more of uh, background on what's going on with our uh, sisters in Annapolis yeah, so uh, reports came out maybe three or four hours after the, the end of the Air Force Navy game on Saturday that Ivan Jasper, the longtime offensive coordinator for the midshipmen, was fired immediately after the game. Uh, early reports uh, made it seem like it was uh, the athletic director, Chet Gladchuk, who did the firing later reports, then confirmed that. Um, and the Navy fan base was spiraling for quite a while, uh, blaming uh, the mainly the athletic director for what was going on. Um, a lot of questions uh, that were had. And then about, what, two hours ago, gentlemen, we got word that he was reinstated, not as the offensive coordinator, but as the uh, quarterback's coach, which was a secondary role in the offense already. And it sounds like uh, the head coach, uh, Kenny Matololo, is going to do the play calling and will sort of be the de facto OC for the rest of the season. Um, I think it will be hilarious if uh, Gladchuk ends up having to step down for this whole debacle, and then they make Ivan Jasper the OC again in the offseason. That would be uh, uh, quite the runaround there. A um, few different questions to be asked there. Number one, why, why is Gladchuk doing this? Is it just because he wants to? Is it because he's trying to appease people above him, whether it's the brass or the donors, what have you? Um, if he's just appeasing people and keep giving Ken a longer leash, I sort of get it. Uh, if it's something else, then, then I don't know. Uh, but it's certainly been a circus over there, and I know Jordan has some words for us. Oh, yeah, I got thoughts. So first <laughs> of all, 
it, it's weird because, you know, Jasper, Ken, and Chet have been working together for like 20 years. So it's not like this is a new athletic director or a new hire or something weird going on. Like, you know, Ken has openly talked about how, like, all their wives are best friends. They get dinner together. They do stuff together. So, like, this is just a little weird. And when it first came out, I saw it and I was like, oh, classic Ken, right? You know, Ken would sell his mother down the river and fire her if it meant saving his own skin. And, you know, I turned out to be wrong. You know, Ken actually stood up for, you know, Jasper and went to bat with Chuck. And that's great. Um, really raises a lot of questions about what they're going to do in the offseason, because we know that both uh, Ken and Jasper have been courted by multiple teams. Can be our offensive coordinator, can be our head coach. They've turned it down. If you're Ken, you're, you're sitting there like, you know. Chet, I thought you're my friend. You turn around, you fire my best friend, you know, don't even consult me. So very convoluted situation. But a few years ago on our Ask for Football show, which is a family friendly show, so we're not allowed to curse. We were discussing, you know, Navy Athletic Director Chet Glagchuk and dude's an asshole. Just bottom line, you know, similar to how he just sold out Jasper when the Munkins, you know, ended up at West Point. They had known Chet and his wife and his family for years. And as soon as they landed there, Chet started talking shit and throwing some shade and just being disrespectful, trying to air out laundry and just just the sanctimonious Navy bullshit of, oh, well, I'm better than you. And, you know, I'm going to sit here and belittle you and all that crap. So, we're on the show and I can't call him an ass clown because it's family friendly. So I just called him a clown and that kind of started getting some traction on Twitter. And then a bunch of Navy fans got offended and they said, Oh, this is disrespectful. You know, Chet's out there serving our country and you're going to disrespect him. First of all, I like, he's the athletic director of the Naval Academy. Like he's not serving our country in the sense that he does more than a civilian. Absolutely. But like he probably doesn't get a veterans discount at Lowe's or anything like that. So, they they all got offended. Oh, you need to return your diploma and all this other stuff. And it was just the classic Navy. You know, it's like one political party does something and the other one does it. And they go, oh, my gosh, we can't believe it's that classic thing from Navy. So finally, that, that had died down. I stopped getting hate mail and, you know, bags of, of poop mailed to my house. Uh, turn around this week and all of a sudden every single Navy account is Chet's a clown. We don't like Chet, you know, just posting pictures of Chet with a clown face. So first of all, screw you guys. Second of all, I'm going to sue you for copyright infringement because I started that two years ago and y'all made fun of me. And now you're trying to use it and pretend like it was all you. And when we use it, like, Oh, thanks for coming aboard. No, I was already aboard. Like I started this, this Chet is a clown train and y'all are trying to freaking commandeer it. Like you do every thing so end of the day navy sucks chet you're an idiot i don't know what you're thinking but you would think with what 20 years experience as an athletic director that you would, would not be prone to knee-jerk decisions you oversee hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue for an athletic program and you're going to get trashed and then go fire off as a coordinator and not tell anybody like dude come on act like an adult you're acting like a clown navy's a clown show the ship is sinking end of the day end of the rant so, so Jordan, I, mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm glad that you got my package two years ago, but no, yeah. it had nothing. It had nothing to do with the. Oh, with it, the, oh okay, <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's cool, man. It's cool. Hey, I, I, I know you move around a lot, and now you know you're moving state to state. But I'm gonna find you. I think tonight's your anniversary or your uh, wife's birthday or something. So I'm I'm gonna get you. Don't worry. 
a couple other comments I'll, I'll add. First of all, he's been a he's been an athletic director at Navy for twenty years. He was an athletic director at multiple schools, including Boston College uh, before that. Uh, so he's been in, in the AD game uh, for I think the better part of three decades. Um, and then uh, uh, one more thing, uh, you said that uh, AD went behind Ken's back. To be fair, that's still you know uh, uh, speculation at this point. It seems likely that that was the case. That Ken uh, at, at at a minimum, you know, he might have been. Uh, Ken didn't up. find out about it until after the fact, and he said, "Like so, this was the Chet oversees the department. It was his decision." So he did say it was Chet's decision. He didn't necessarily say he went behind my back before he did it. But is he gonna come out and say that and be like, "Oh yeah, like screw my butt"? Right. Like, no. Right. Yeah, he's probably so, he's probably not gonna say that because of the 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 end result right. is his job's on the line as well. well exactly. Like, <laughs> Chet just fired the offensive coordinator. You don't want to come out and. You know, say anything. So we'll see. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see what Chet does at the end of the season, and more uh, importantly, what Ken and Jasper case do. So. Oh, I think James's audio just went out. All right. So moving on, I guess we'll continue with uh, the Commander Chiefs Trophy rundown. Jordan, if you uh, got a second, we'll see if James can catch up after you knock this out. Yeah. So bottom line, whoever wins Army, Air Force and Dallas will take home the trophy on November 6th. Navy is out of contention. They lost to Air Force. So it runs through Arlington, Texas. Air Force can clinch the trophy outright with a win over Army. But if Army beats Air Force, we guarantee that it stays in Highland Falls and we retain it. Uh, If we beat Air Force and then turn around and beat Navy, then we win it outright and we get 2021, you know, stenciled in the side. So we'll see what happens. Bottom line, Navy's out of contention. It, it's really a tough week down at the boat school. Yeah, and, and keep in mind, like, for those of you guys that are fans, I know some of the uh, Trash Talk Nation is in and around Fort Bliss, not too far of a, a trip to Arlington, but uh, get out there and support the Army team so we can beat the hell out of Air Force. Moving on to the AP poll this week. So a lot of shakeups that happened this week, and uh, definitely uh, – Definitely interesting game to watch. Uh, quite a few of them are interesting, but we'll we'll toss it over to James and let him kind of run down the shakeups from this past weekend. Sounds good. So the teams ranked 3, 9, 14, 15, and 21 lost. Uh, the big games, number 12, Oregon beat number 3, Ohio oh, State. Oh, no. Oh, bummer. <laughs> oh, you just hate to see that. Oh. <laughs> number five, Texas A&M survives a scare from UC Boulder after their quarterback, Haynes King, goes down early. Number 10, Iowa goes to Ames and beats number nine, Iowa State, for the Cyhawk Trophy. Number eight, Notre Dame survives a scare uh, from Toledo on Peacock. What's, what happens on Peacock stays in Peacock. Stanford knocks off number 14, USC. Arkansas beats Texas, Woo Pig. BYU ends the streak in the Holy War, knocking off number 21, Utah. Number 22, Miami survives a close one against Appalachian State. And Michigan knocks off Washington in the ABC primetime spot. With that, your new AP top 10 is the Crimson Tide staying at number one. Uh, The Bulldogs of Georgia staying at number two. Sooners move up to number three. Oregon jump from 12 to four. Iowa coming in at number five after their big win. Clemson. Stays at number six. Texas A&M drops from five to seven after their close call. Cincinnati was at seventh. They dropped to eight as Oregon passes. Cincinnati won their game. How did they draw? Oh, I'm sorry. They're a group of five team. My bad. No, 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 no. It was fair. Oregon went all the way up to number four, which which was fair. So they passed everybody up there. 
So, so that's that's not ridiculous. Also, Cincinnati struggled with an FCS team in the first half. Now they came out swinging in the second half, but it wasn't a pretty first half. Uh, number nine, Ohio State. So Cincinnati does pass Ohio State. And then Penn State uh, was number 10. Uh, they were previously number 11. Notable other teams, Coastal Carolina comes in at 16. Wisconsin, 18. Uh, BYU is number 23. And then at number 25, the team that lives rent-free in Rob's head, Michigan. The It's the Blue Pants. The I'm telling you, he switched from khaki to blue. Right. And what? It's all the other problems. The blue Pants, man. It's a new era in Ann Arbor. Army receives just one vote from a different voter this week in the AP poll. Conference breakdown, SEC's got seven teams. Big Ten's got five. ACC's got four. Pac-12, three. Big 12, two. Independence to American one and Sunbelt one. Uh, I was looking at it. So the big 12 only had two schools. One of those is Oklahoma. So the future big 12 would have three schools because Cincinnati and BYU are also ranked. Um, but that's it for the top, uh, the top 10 uh, looking forward to the games of the week next week. Jordan, you want to take us through it? Yeah. Army hosts UConn at Mikey stadium. You Rob, we opened this what? 32 point favorite. 33, 31. Yeah. Like, last I checked, it was like 33 and a half. That's rough. Anyway, Saturday at noon, CBS Sports Network. CBS Sports Network. It's on CBS Sports Network. Thank you. Uh, Navy has a much-needed bye week. They got to figure their life out. Like, this is like a post-bender when, like, you can sit down the next morning and you're like, whoa. Like, I went to Nashville for New Year's Eve a couple of years ago, and, like, when I got home, I, like, took off work the next day. And I was like, I just, I need a minute. Uh, that's that's where Navy's at right now. Air Force hosts Utah State, who is 2-0. Zoomies are an 8.5-point favorite. Fox Sports 2, not Fox Sports 1, Fox Sports 2. I don't even know if I get that on my TV. At 7.30, <laughs> um, there's a renewed rivalry as Nebraska travels to Norman to face the Sooners. Uh, Alabama, Florida, and Gainesville are going to be, be a little swampy down there. Uh, Auburn visits Happy Valley to play Penn State. College game day's there. That'll be a great game. And then Arizona State travels to BYU. And to clarify, Arizona State is the team that is ranked. Uh, Arizona is the team that is not ranked that people keep <laughs> accidentally voting for. So uh, Arizona is horrible. So yes. if, if you see it like others receiving votes, Arizona, that's because someone in the AP poll uh, was doing this right before the deadline and they just kind of clicked through it. All right. Well, the one thing that's interesting about the games of the week and then the the top 10 breakdown is does the Pac-12 have a secret? Because we talked about it previously uh, on the roundtable before we got into the season and one of the offseason shows and like all the power moves that the Pac-12 is making. And now all of a sudden the Pac-12 is showing up for games and, and they're at least competitive. So it'll be interesting to watch that as we get later on in the season. And as we start talking about later on the season and picks and everything else, let's review the scores of the picks and trap games of last week. James. Yeah. So uh, before, before I go to the scoreboard real quick, I will say pac 12, two very good teams with performances so far. You got Oregon and UCLA. You have a somewhat unproven Arizona state. They've had good wins. They're going to have a test this week with BYU. So we'll see how they pan out. Uh, but this seems like a very, uh, uh, you know, hot and cold conference. There's a lot of really bad teams, and there's a few good ones. And the question is going to be, can one of those good ones hold out long enough uh, to make the playoff? Uh, but uh, with that in mind, we're going to last week 
uh, on the scoreboard. Uh, Dan had Army Western Kentucky over 54 points. That hit uh, by a long shot. And then he also had Purdue by 33 and a half over uh, Connecticut. That also hit. Uh, Jordan had Notre Dame by 16 and a half playing Toledo. Uh, it was a rough one for Jordan, uh, and it missed Oregon or uh, Ohio State over 64 for Rob. That looked like it was not going to happen for a long time. The third quarter happened, and then it looked like it was going to happen, and then the fourth quarter kind of mellowed out and it missed. Uh, so with that in mind, the rankings going. Uh, into next week, Dan is a plus one. Jordan's uh, uh, wash right now, and Rob coming in at minus two. So nice. ch- ch- chance for redemption here. Weekly locks. Uh, let's. Uh, we'll start with Dan. He's not on today, but he gave us his pick. It's Notre Dame by a touchdown at home versus Purdue. His trap game is Utah State at Air Force. Zoomies are rising high, but Utah State has had a couple of good wins this year. They haven't inspired confidence with their schedule this year, so it'll be a a trap game for Air Force. And then he's also looking at Ball State at Wyoming. Uh, Ball State's kind of underperformed, and Wyoming's favored by a touchdown. Uh, But last year's Cardinals would have won this game, uh, so it's an interesting game for Dan. Jordan, what are your picks? So I picked UCF. Over Louisville, UCF's getting seven points. And I know we, we started slow against Bethune-Cookman. I think UCF is explosive. I think Louisville is undisciplined. Shocker. And I just think UCF is is faster. They're a more talented team and a, a better coach team. Um, and then secondly, I have Northwestern versus Duke. Duke is a three-point – or Northwestern is a three-point favorite. Northwestern usually starts the season slow, and they kind of pick up steam – and so I think against Duke, they're going to pick up some steam. Duke is struggling. Might be time for, for Cutcliffe to retire. We'll see. Either way, I think Pat's, Pat Fitzgerald and the uh, the fighting Reese Davises get it done and do it in more than three. So you have uh, UCF plus seven. And uh, is it Duke plus three or Duke minus three? Uh, Duke plus three. Oh, Duke plus three. Oh, but you're taking Northwestern, you're saying? Correct. Okay, so Northwestern minus three. And UCF plus seven. Okay. UCF's, UCF's minus seven and Northwestern oh. minus three. Okay, so UCF by a touchdown and Northwestern by a field goal. Got it. Correct. Rob, who are your picker picks? All right, so I'm taking uh, Georgia Tech to cover against Clemson. Clemson's supposed to be up there minus 29 right now. I think Georgia Tech will cover. I think they'll get some ball control and kind of keep the ball away from uh, – Clemson and they will at least cover the spread. I don't know if they'll win it outright. I'd like to see that just because I want to see Clemson start Clemsoning again. But uh, but hey, I think it's great again. What? Yeah, yeah. I think I think the game will be closer than uh, closer than twenty nine points for sure. And then my trap game. Uh, this one's kind of way way down on the schedule, but uh, this is to throw some some light on the Sun Belt. I think Southern Miss against Troy. I think Troy is due a win. Uh, it should be a shootout. Usually they are because they're kind of. Uh, in uh, in conference rivals, Troy is two and eight in the series, but I think they got a secret, and it's going to show this week. But uh, that is all that we have so, for this week for picks. So, so Rob, so you had uh, just to be clear, you have Georgia uh, Georgia Tech plus twenty nine. Is there a pick in the Troy game, or is that just your your game to look for? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Troy over Southern Miss. Troy over Troy over the spread. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sounds good. I know we didn't mention it earlier. Uh, if you're a fan of Army football, go check out As for Football. 
Uh, I know that Rob mentioned earlier uh, that, uh, or excuse me, Jordan mentioned earlier that this Army game is going to be on CBS Sports. Uh, this past game was Jason Horowitz's uh, first game on the call for Army. I'm sure we'll have more to talk about that uh, on the next podcast. Uh, so go over and check out the uh, Army football show, As for Football. And uh, Rob, if you want to take us out. Yeah. Uh, as always, guys, thanks for uh, having us out. Don't be a trigger pansy. Grab yourself a T-shirt for the burning dumpster fire. Clash your glasses and enjoy the Veterans Trash Talk. We appreciate doing this uh, joint adventure with you guys. Uh, it's always awesome to provide you guys some coverage. And uh, one of the things that is brewing is you may see uh, Trigger Joe and Big Earl come on the show and do some picks. Maybe a little head-to-head action against uh, the Astro football team. Uh, stand by for that one, but it should be coming soon. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the AskForFootball.com College Football Roundtable. Join the Astro football team for our next episode as we bring you more hot takes and college football analysis. We would like to thank our sponsor at Emblem Athletic. Be your own hero for your unit or team today. You can find us at AskForFootball.com and on Twitter, Instagram, and Patreon at AskForFootball. For Football.